Yes, you're wrong. The podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. Back again <laughs> and really with some bottom feeding level news this week, <laughs> I'm telling you. I don't know. I have some good stuff. I I feel like um, I get to catch you up on all the things you didn't want to watch on your own. Um, namely, The Bachelor, which I feel oh, weird gosh. talking about this because Bachelor in Paradise is starting tonight like after we record and so it will have already happened by the time this episode drops which means it's like basically old news but i promise i'd do a quick update um there was a salty bit of a finale also i've i saw like 10 bachelors i feel like over the past week i just keep texting (laughs) you yeah you're right yeah new york has become the new la for bachelor um alums they're all they're all congregating there there's a first, big circle of them. Well, I saw Dale, whenever that was. <laughs> and like then I you. saw hot Brendan or Brandon or whatever. He Brendan, was yeah. mm-hmm, very attractive. Yeah, and is. then I was running this past weekend and this man was biking towards me with this massive beard. And I was like, <laughs> what? And then I was like, oh my gosh, no, it's The Bachelor. And then the racist uh, girl was right behind <laughs> him on the next bike. Yeah. <laughs> And you were like, hi, racist. Yes. Hope you have a good day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, racist girl on bike. Yeah, their being together is just like really bonkers. I don't know if I want to know the details of that reunion, but I guess happy for them. Sorry for them. I'm I don't also, know. I'm also confused. Like, I would think that as a celebrity, I would want to have a fairly like low profile look so that <laughs> if I'm out in public, you know, it's like I can put on a mask, I can put on sunglasses, like sure, people are still going to recognize me, but I'm not like the person who everyone is immediately looking at. That beard is so big that it's like <laughs> anybody, anybody within like 200 yards is looking at him, even if they've never seen The Bachelor before. <laughs> I'm like, is this the point? Like, do you want to have a bunch of people come up to you in public? Maybe he just feels good about himself, you know? It's also ugly. <laughs> and he's like an attractive person. You know what I mean? It's not like he's an ugly fit. There's some people who like, okay, yeah, you, you need a beer. He's not one of those. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just a look. I don't, it's not my personal favorite, but I don't think he, it like ruins him by any means. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it ruins him. I'm just like, why? <laughs> like now, I've, like the only reason yeah, why yeah, I Matt. noticed him was because of that. Like I wouldn't have yeah. been able to pick him out aside. <laughs> You doubt your own bachelor knowledge. Um, but as you know, dildo girl from his season was the bachelorette this year. Um, she had kind of a, a ruckus of a finale. Um, one of her favorites left because he was a dad and his son was like, why don't you want to be with me anymore on FaceTime? And he was like, okay, that's my cue. And he left. <laughs> Bless his heart, Michael A for life. Um, but that left kind of this final two that everyone thought, you would have Greg, which was sort of the goofy, quiet, nerdy kid. And then Blake, who was from Clacia's season, who was like the the big, Wait, burly, dick Yeah, with the beard? Guy. Yeah, yeah. He was back? <laughs> yeah, he came back because... And he lasted that long? I mean, he, he was lasted so annoying. Long. Well, he got a different sort of edit, you know? He had more time to sort of grow. But the, the theory was, the, the explanation he gave was that he knew 
it was Katie. He had slid into her DMs before she went on. She hadn't been interested, but he just felt like they would get along so well that he wanted to go and try to pursue something. And so he showed up about like three episodes in, I think, um, and was a pretty heavy front contender from the get-go, except that there was this sad boy, Greg, who everyone loved. But um, the second to last episode at the the sort of hometown slash fantasy suite week, he <laughs> dumped her oh my in gosh. one of the like biggest, messiest fight showdowns ever. Like he felt, he felt like she wasn't giving him enough, and she felt blindsided by his sudden, like cold departure. Where he's like, "You, I deserve more than you." It was such a mess. Like everyone was analyzing it. There was a lot of talk of was he gaslighting her? Was he in the right? Was he in the wrong? Was she? Um, not into him was she in love with him like the whole thing came about because she wouldn't say the l word she said it was she was only going to reserve that for the final guy and he was like he burying his soul after hometowns and then she just like stared at him (laughs) which admittedly was, was sad but he lost his cool left in a huff and um and then the finale happened and she ended up saying I love you to Blake anyways and getting engaged to Blake and happily ever after with Blake. Wait, they got engaged after yes. the fight? No, no, no. This is Blake. Greg had the big blow-up fight with her. And oh, the nerdy the guy had a the, had Yeah, a, the, the sad fight. boy Greg left. Oh. Blake has been like a solid, like confident dude. He had no worries about it. Was like, I hey, I love you. And she's like, oh, you know what? I love you too. And they got engaged. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> well anyways the drama continued because they did the after the final rose which is where they all come together to talk about the show post recording um and she finally got to face off with greg the guy who left and the important thing to remember is that unlike past seasons this wasn't filmed live like this wasn't filmed last week this was filmed a few weeks before before anyone had seen the episode of greg dumping her including herself oh, okay and so she watched the breakup happen minutes before she had to go confront him. And so she came in hot. <laughs> she was so angry. It was honestly like wild to watch this. She wouldn't hug him, wouldn't shake his hand, wouldn't say hi to him, sat down and immediately tore into him. And with all these like wild accusations about like how he was an actor, how he was just there for acting exposure, <laughs> how he was gaslighting her, how he um, never cared about her, never loved her, if he was willing to give up that quickly. And the internet pretty quickly turned on her because on the other hand, Greg was pretty composed. He was pretty sympathetic. And um, everyone was kind of split, like especially Reddit and everyone was like, wow, if you're happy with your fiance, you shouldn't be this angry about your ex. And um, all these sort of judgments. <laughs> Katie did not come out looking great. She has since kind of refused to talk about it. Like she hasn't done any real like podcast stuff or their usual like, you know, publicity tour, which might in part be because of the Delta variant. But um hmm. It was kind of just messy and really uncomfortable to watch. Like it was one of those, I mean, it's like you hate to watch it, but you like to watch it type of things because it felt like really intimate and like real feelings. It wasn't just like nothing. Here's my question. Like (laughs) 
obviously this is good television, but I feel like yeah. all of this is in the past several seasons has been so chaotic. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. imagine if they just get a season that's like normal, like nothing. I know. Like, what are they going to do with that? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's sort of the thing that everyone says they want, right? They're like, oh, I'm so tired of the drama. Oh, I'm so tired of these messy finals, final guys or girls who aren't really there for the right blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I frankly enjoyed Katie's season. I thought it was a good mix. I thought the guys were fun without being like too serious or too dramatic. Like it was just kind of your bread and butter sort of season except that all these guys at the end just kept dropping like flies and then you were kind of left with this weird haphazard final two no one could have ever predicted um so yeah i mean they have the next bachelorette already filming which is michelle also for Matt's season and i'm curious to see how she'll do because admittedly katie is much more uh, reactionary and immature and kind of uh, can seem self-centered at some instances. I don't think The Bachelorette was a healthy journey for her. Her, uh, her internet uh, persona definitely took some hits through the filming. And um, I don't know if people like her as much as they did when they first, you know, had her Matt season and all of that. I feel like that happens with most of them, though. Yeah. I mean, Not- some of them you usually like. Like Hannah Tasha Brown. was great. Yeah. People love Tasha. I think Hannah Brown, everyone liked her until she said the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> and that kind of fell apart. That'll do it to you. Yeah. <laughs> so I think Michelle is one who seems like she could come out, you know, still smelling of roses um but (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think you know i don't have my problem i think you you don't care obviously because you didn't witness any of it but the internet was pretty much split down the middle of whether they're team greg or team katie and i'm sort of team they're both messy and um probably should both move on from this and get therapy in different ways um that's literally everyone on the bachelor yes (laughs) yeah i'm excited for paradise i think it's gonna be really messy and i can see it being a show you enjoy except for the runtime i guess is something that you're against Ugh, i hate these long runs why must but they have it's every only episode like, be seven hours but it's only like six weeks right so it's not like as long of a commitment so right but how many like, nights on it is it a week <laughs> i think it's only one night i thought so it's only going to be six episodes yeah yeah it all happens really fast <laughs> oh okay uh, i may i may i may be uh, although Yes. I mean, uh, we'll see. I'm going on vacation. Well, nah, okay. Anyways, uh, more, I don't know, less interesting. The news I have is whatever, but also your news was bad. So um, yeah. did you see that Dolly Parton is writing a book with James Patterson? Oh, actually, I did, but I didn't look into it. This is so, like a Twitter bot tweet. Well, yes, because James Patterson is this author who like doesn't write his books he has like six that come out a year he's just like he makes a ton of money he's a publishing guru and he used to write his books but now he's just like a machine and he has other people who write them for him and he just slaps his name on them but if you remember a few years ago he wrote a book with bill clinton that did like really really well something about like the president being kidnapped and it's like (laughs) only james patterson can write the story but only Bill Clinton knows the inside details or whatever. And (laughs) I guess that did well. So James Patterson's like, who else can I get to write a book with me? And he somehow entrapped Dolly Parton into this. So now the two of them are writing 
a book that comes out next March. But I just want to like read this synopsis to you. This is the most like word salad, who knows what it is ever. Every song tells a story. She's a star on the rise, singing about the hard life behind her. She's also on the run. Find a future, lose a past. Nashville is where she's come to claim her destiny. It's also where the darkness she's fled might find her and destroy her. Like, what is that about? Like, is this a mystery? Is this like, is she a witness protection? Like, what is happening? And also... Like what? Like I love Dolly Parton, but this feels like a reach, sort of. <laughs> I, I'm confused by the I mean, whole situation. Is it a situation. reach if you've like if you've already summited the mountain and now you're just twiddling your thumbs until the until the rapture? Basically, like you know what else? I guess that's what true. else can she do? She's just yeah, having she, fun. Doing she already she, she already did make a COVID vaccine. She, yeah. Get her on Delta. <laughs> She's got to figure out how to deal with Delta. <laughs> she solved the covid situation it's the it's the idiots who aren't getting vaccinated that are the problem yes that's true that's true she's Uh, gotta don't put that on dolly (laughs) they dolly has to have fans though who like are in the unvaccinated crew Mm, she's from the mm. south it's country music so like (laughs) how are we how can we use dolly to get these shots in arms that's what (laughs) what i'm saying you know i've never actually read a james patterson novel now that i think of it i feel like you should read one you read I was so thinking, fast. I read the Bill Clinton one. Is that really his best? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's his best, but I feel like it'd be interesting. I almost read the Bill Clinton one. Okay. I thought I'll about it. it. I'll do okay. it right now. I'll save it okay. to the library. It'll be my love it or hate it one of these days. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I love this. I can't wait. um i really feel bad because (laughs) that should be the patreon episode you and i can both read the bill clinton book that's a good idea truly no no one will want to listen to that no what no one will care but maybe they will you know maybe we have a lot of patterson fans here (laughs) i doubt it send us a dm let us know okay yeah um i i feel bad bringing this up and you can tell me if you don't want me to spoil it but the only other news that I feel like really passionate about this week is the F Boy Island finale. <laughs> Why would I care about you spoiling this at all? Because well, maybe you were gonna watch it. I'm not gonna I watch sold it. You on it. No, yes, no, I'm not. I won't. <laughs> okay, well, this is the this is the you know uh, show on HBO that's from the uh, producer and where we don't know who's an F Boy and who's a nice guy. Yes, yeah, but about midway through the season, well, I guess like two thirds through the season, they did out everyone on the island so the girls knew who was technically an f-boy and who was technically Mm -hmm. a nice guy and now they had to decide if they thought the f-boy could change their ways in these three weeks they had together or whatever it was um it just got more and more bonkers just twist after twist but the finale you know there was always this looming pot of a hundred thousand dollars like prize money that no one knew how it worked or who would get it or what the goal was just that that would be at the end and um, so by the end, each girl had their final two. And coincidentally, they each had picked an F-boy and a nice guy to go into the final with. And they had like this, what was one of the best scenes of television, I thought, and really a good idea for any dating show out there, is they brought on all the ex-contestants who they'd kept um sort of on the island anyways, for different bits and stuff. Um, they brought them all together for sort of this what they call a mansplaining it was sort of this men tell all situation where they just got to <laughs> got 
to share all the gossip they'd had over the weeks living with these guys. And so they were basically just telling these girls that, oh, yeah, these F boys you picked are actually F boys. Like they've said X, Y, Z. One of them said that you were no better than an escort. One of them said he couldn't wait to buy you fake tits. One of them (laughs) said like all sorts of nasty, dirty, sad, awful things. And what was truly were they real or not though? Yeah, or were no, they just it was up real. Stories? Oh, no, okay. no, no. I mean, these guys have no motivation, right? Unless they're just like truly salty over not being picked, but yeah. they're not like getting anything for it. They're just like airing the dirty laundry they've collected, and um, and so then <laughs> you watch these guys kind of have to fess up to some of it or try and explain it, and like at first you're like, oh yeah, these girls know that this is bad like this is a red flag but then you watch them in real time try to talk themselves into trusting these (laughs) f boys and they're just the dumbest you know all my love and and joy to each of them but they're the dumbest girls like you know they're in they're on the show for a reason right like they have had problems admittedly with dating only f boys in the past and that's a hard you know um drug to kick it seems because they could not see through the reads on this and um and so eventually you get to the finale and the twist is that if they choose a a nice guy they'll split the 100 grand down the middle happy 50-50 and they get to leave as a couple if they choose an F boy they forfeit their 100 grand to the F boy and he gets to choose whether or not he'll split it with the girl <laughs> And so it becomes this, the whole thing is like, oh, you have to show that you have total faith in your man type thing. One of them chooses the right, they choose the nice guy and it's happily ever after. But then this poor girl, this poor dumb blonde, just like the saddest of the three who picked the worst human being I've ever seen on TV, whose name is Garrett. So like right there, (laughs) full stop should have ended. She chooses him and he goes on this spiel where he's like, yeah, girl, like, he kisses her and was like, thank you so much. Like, I, I love you type thing. And then he's asked like, oh, what are you going to do with the money? And she, he looks her dead in the eye and is like, this was always a game. I'm keeping the game. Oh, my gosh. I love that energy. <laughs> I love that. It was so just like inevitable and just great television. And really, it really just made me excited for reality shows again it was messy and like all over the place and the series itself just had no structure but i think that served itself well and so how will the second season go when there's all these sort of twists expected like which ones will they keep as tradition which ones will they change up for the you know sake of it like i don't know i i'm sure they'll get renewed um but i'm not sure how it will do with this with a new season oh my gosh (laughs) that that does sound entertaining. It sounds like it sounds like too hot to handle, but like ratchet yes. it up. Yeah, like too hot to handle was a little bit like lack of. It anything. got a little boring. Yeah. yeah, at some point, it was just like hot people making out with no real. I don't know, give or take. And so this, you sort of do have the competition, and it's fun to see these people try and guess. Like, oh, maybe they have changed. Like, oh. <laughs> Maybe they're good people. But you know what's truly upsetting is seeing how the internet was rooting for some of these F boys and were mad with the girls when they picked the nice guys. It's like, no, this is a this is a true <laughs> I mean, that's the world for you though. Yes, always. Yeah. <laughs> you want what you can't have. <laughs> yeah. So um it was good television. That's that's what I'll say about that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um 
I don't know. My news stories are truly just <laughs> all like, like, do we even there care? There is nothing. Yeah. They're making a new Home Alone movie. You know, I dug through some pretty weird websites, but I didn't even see this story. You know, but here's the thing. Normally, I'd be like, okay, who cares? But guess who's playing Home Alone? Or like the main kid. No, it's, <laughs> I wish. No, it's the it's the chubby little kid with the glasses from Jojo Rabbit. Oh, cute. So I was like, now I'm much more invested in watching this. Although although um, Nazi queen Ellie Kemper is uh, oh. also in it somehow. So. Uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe well, she'll be the see, bad guy. Did you see um, Stranger Things four got its little thirty second? Yes, spot? I did see that. Mm-hmm. Did it move you? Did it excite you? <laughs> I mean, I, like, I guess I'm excited for the show, except for they were the clip is very like eleven backstory centric, which yeah. I think is again the worst part of the television show, <laughs> and so. I'm not so thrilled with that. And also all the kids are older. Like I'm so I'm sort of old. I'm sort of confused as to where they're going with this season. But I'll watch it. I mean, obviously. Oh, I'm sure we'll do an episode on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'll come in twenty twenty two, so we've still got yes. ways to go. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you could be on to baby number three, honestly, by that point. <laughs> That's not no, no, no. Don't wish that on me. <laughs> do, you, do you hate me that much? Um, yeah, that'll. we'll have to talk about that when it comes. I can't believe it's that late, but I guess it makes sense. They yeah. said it's their most ambitious yet, which I think they're me, still filming. Yeah. It usually means when, you know, it's sort of like they get too big for their bridges type. Like when a season is like, this is our biggest yet, it's usually like, well, maybe it means it's going to be expensive, but like maybe yeah. the story's not as good. It's like the last yeah. season's The Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Well, nothing can be that bad. Truly a disaster. Um, okay, love it or hate it? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking about trash TV this whole episode. But I, um, at the behest of one of our listeners, actually, uh, shout out to Captain Anna. <laughs> she slid into our DMs and asked if we would cover Panic, which I was like, wait, wasn't that a YA novel from Lauren Oliver, who also famously wrote... Um, well, I guess it's not famous anymore, but she, now I can't even remember it because I hated it. But she also wrote a novel I liked. So it was sort of hit and miss with her. Panic was sort of meh as a book. Wait, but I which was like, book sure. did she write that was good? It was the one where love and is And it like, turned into a movie? Love is like um, eradicated out of the population. <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible. No, okay, never mind. Forget I asked. Mo- no, moving on, moving on. What, panic? But okay. she also wrote uh, Before I Fall, which is the teenage um, Groundhog Day that came out a few years ago. Um, which now there's been a bunch of those, but it was kind of the first of its kind. So I really liked that novel and that movie was fun. Um, but anyways, Panic was an Amazon Prime <laughs> first oh, one sign there. Yikes. And um, it was written for television by the author, Lauren Oliver. Um, you know, Again, the, the no, premise... <laughs> not always good. <laughs> the premise is that it's this small town, like, you know, in, in the show it takes place in a small town in Texas and the high school students have this sec- the high school seniors have this secret game where you compete for a pot of money by doing these insane challenges over oh, the it's like nerve yeah yeah sort of like nerve except contained to this high school and there's like a sort of history to it right like just generations of people right playing. yes uh-huh. um and so it follows these teenagers <laughs> as they get into these predicaments and doing these challenges like you know stealing from a just all sorts of all over the place what was weird about this show is um 
these kids just talked in riddles constantly. Like I had no idea what they were saying half the time. They were speaking in metaphors. They were always hinting at different things. They were speaking about things we hadn't yet learned. So it was just like really confusing. And there were so many characters. And the real problem was I was like, I don't remember any of this from the book. And I reread a synopsis of the novel. And I think since Lauren Oliver wrote both, she wanted to completely differentiate the two. So she changed entire plot lines. She added twists to different characters. She brought in this whole like adult backstory of like the local sheriff and stuff. I hate any (laughs) teen show that has an adult characters. I mean, no one, truly no one cares. Yeah. And they were truly the dumbest cops I've ever seen. Like ACAB, but like really these ones are just like bad at their jobs. Mm -hmm. But it was just like interesting because I think she really wanted us to be like sur- for any readers of the novel to still be surprised by the twists in the book. I but have it just heard left of everyone this confused. show at all. Oh, I know. It was canceled pretty much halfway through the season. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Wait, d- yeah. did the listener like this show and thought you would like it or she it was, was like, like, this a, is bad. This is so bad. It's good type of thing. Oh, okay, at least gotcha, that's gotcha, a vibe gotcha. I got. So if I misunderstand. <laughs> And she's like, wait, no, I actually love this. Then I'm Someone's sorry. like, this is my favorite sorry, show ever. I'm sorry, Like, honestly. I'm going to Comic-Con <laughs> dressed as the sheriff. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, there's like this whole like love triangle with this really lame goody two-shoes guy. And then the main girl. And then the bad boy, like, oh, you know, course. redneck. It's dirty. like FBoy Island. <laughs> Who are you going to pick? Yeah. The good guy or the, except, or the redneck? Except you really like the redneck by the end. He's like, well, has that Well, people like spot. the FBoy also. <laughs> I know. That's the problem. Is like, this are you trying to tell us something? He literally uh, like tried to Shelby, kill one of the others. But you're just by the end, you're like, oh, everybody makes mistakes. He had to <laughs> kill somebody. No, no, no. He almost. He like oh. tried basically to kill one of the contestants <laughs> to get ahead. But you like forget about that by episode five because it's like, oh, it's basically like the. Did you ever watch Friday Night Lights? I don't think no. you did. Anyways, there's a lot of similarities to that character there, but. Anyways, Panic, Amazon Prime. It was great, like, like background noise. Like, Rob and I watched it together, and it was just, like, fun to make fun of, but also, like, watch and be like, what the F is happening? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if I recommend it unless you're, like, bored and out of things to watch like we were. So Okay. Okay. I'm not at that point yet. Shout out to Captain Anna. Hopefully, this is the recap she was expecting. And we still haven't watched Underground Railroad. That's yeah. the main takeaway. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, I have not watched that. I've been watching White Lotus, which we're yes. covering on the episode on Thursday. Yes. So exciting. Um, but the true love of my life for the past week okay. has been Alabama Rush <laughs> Sorority TikTok. Yes. Have you been invested in this, Shelby? I would not say invested. I, I've seen highlights. So I told Rob about it and I was doing my... OOTDs. OOTD. I was going to do one for our Instagram with our merch, but I I forgot to get the camera set up and I was intimidated with the lighting and stuff. (laughs) So for those of you unaware, TikTok is truly a deranged place and you never know what's going to surface there. And these girls who were rushing sororities at the University of Alabama started making these TikToks that were like the outfits that they were wearing and talking about like the these weird like different days and events <laughs> that they had in this sorority rush. And somehow or another, it just like took off. People were obsessed with these Southern girls. And 
Then there were like memes. Then because like in the first couple days of this rush process, some of them were getting famous. Then everybody started doing it. Then the people in the sororities started doing it. People who hadn't been in sororities for 10 years were like telling old stories about when they were in rushing these Southern sororities. It was fascinating. I probably spent (laughs) hours watching these stupid things. But the best part was that you would get these like sweet but so so dumb like 18 year old girls with these (laughs) thick southern accents talking about the outfits that they were wearing and my gosh like i could just hi my name's shelby my dress is from true my jewelry's from true my hair's curled my shoes they're from my mima i don't know where she got them Hi, my name's Betty Jo Lynn. Um, <laughs> these shoes were my aunt's and then she passed away. My <laughs> pants are sheen, my tank top sheen, my jewelry sheen, this Kendra Scott from my mom. It's like wild. <laughs> it's people. actually hard to do a good accent. You you slipped into the British, I felt like there at the end. Okay. Like skull, okay. You know. Okay, but I well, I just, do too. I that's just, what was impressive is like it's hard to parody them well. And mm-hmm. you can always tell when you run into a parody on TikTok because it just doesn't have the same, you know, energy. Yes. Also it's a really special breed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I was so I was fo- so I started following some of these girls because oh, I was wow. like fully invested. <laughs> and they're like, you know, I'm in philanthropy day three or whatever. <laughs> and but one of them got in, like so I, I, here's the thing. I wasn't sure whether I was rooting for them to get in or not get in, but one of <laughs> one of the ones that I followed did, and then the other one didn't, and I was like, "This is so depressing." And then I couldn't figure out if you were more or less likely to get into the sorority if you had like been posting these videos online. Oh, interesting. Like if you were in a sorority and they were like, "Oh, we got this random like girl who's sort of like so it wasn't required." Now. I thought it was like the houses were requiring it. For I a don't rush. think so. Oh, interesting. At least wow. I didn't get. If that was happening, I did <laughs> not know that. Doing that I think fun. they were just doing it for fun. Oh wow! I mean, that makes sense. I believe that. I just, I guess, I was looking for a reason why it, <laughs> why everyone was doing it, why it went viral. But that, you know, it's the, the sign of the times. Mm. So <laughs> yes, I don't. I think it's. I mean, it's done now. So <laughs> it's going to be hard for you to find. Where it, was but. the Bama rush for the fraternities? <laughs> Yeah, I they don't were know. Doing their I don't. I don't know how the fraternity system works. <laughs> I feel like it's very different than the sorority. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen enough Greek uh-huh. um, themed TV and movies to know that those frats aren't aren't doing the same good stuff that girls are. Yeah, they're not doing philanthropy. Although, although <laughs> <laughs> I died at this. This good girl was talking about the stuff that they had to do. Um, for their like philanthropy day, which I guess is a day where you like do some kind of like charity work with the sorority. And she said that the sorority, like back in 2000 and something, had her making braille cards with rhinestones for <laughs> blind people. And I was like, what? <laughs> These textures could be competing. <sighs> no, like, like, can you imagine like... They're yeah. like, okay, yes, everyone has to like spell out braille words using rhinestones yeah. on these cards, and then we're going to send them <laughs> to blind people, and that's like our good deed for the year. Wild. <laughs> Wouldn't you feel touched though? I guess, but <laughs> no. That's pretty funny. I, yeah, I mean the the sorority fraternity thing has always been like so weird to me, and just mm-hmm. weird as in like just outside my realm of understanding. My college didn't have any, and so. It's always just been something I watch in movies 
and um, to see it in action was was something else entirely. All mm-hmm. the themes and the wigs one must have at the ready. It's really uh, <laughs> something uh, else. <laughs> l- love a wig. Um, <laughs> well, this has been great. We'll be talking about the White Lotus on yes. Thursday, which I'm so, so excited to dive into. I freaking love that show. And there's so much good stuff to talk about. Um, in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. P.S. You're wrong. You can leave us a review. You can buy our merch. You can add us on Patreon. Anything else? Did I forget anything? We have so much stuff going on. Now. I know. I know. I just released the the Make It Swift episode for the Taylor Swift leg of our Patreon. And it's all about okay. my unpopular opinions. So oh, if gosh. you want to <laughs> see what Shelby thinks about TS behind a paywall, then now's your chance. <laughs> my gosh. It's like OnlyFans, but with Shelby's Taylor <laughs> yeah. Swift opinions. Okay. Well, go listen to that. And otherwise, we'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> Bye.